Good morning and welcome to the May 2nd episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy and on today's episode I'm asking the question, what famous referee wrestled DX on this day in the year 2000? And it probably isn't hard for you to guess what WWF referee was at the center of controversy on this day in the year 2000. In fact, how many referees can you realistically mention by name? Many fans probably remember the referees that found themselves in the middle of storylines. In WCW, that's guys like Charles Robinson, Nick Patrick, and Pee Wee Anderson. In WWE, that's dangerous Danny Davis. Of course, there are a million other famous referees, Mike Yoda, Timmy White, Bill Alfonso, Todd Sinclair, Red Shoes Uno, and we of course know the full roster of the AEW Referee Corps by name. All that said, there is one name that I haven't mentioned yet, and I would say he has probably the most recognizable name when it comes to pro wrestling referees. I'm of course talking about Earl Hebner. But you probably know Hebner best for one of two moments. Neither of them happened in the year 2000. Let's start by remembering those events. February 5th, 1988, the main event television broadcast viewed by approximately 30 million people. Andre the Giant was getting his WrestleMania 3 rematch against Hulk Hogan. The entire reason Andre was getting a rematch in the first place was because Andre and DiBiase accused referee Joey Morella of being crooked when his hand struck the mat three times at WrestleMania 3, but Morella said it was only a two count. Well, the idea of a crooked ref must have gotten Ted DiBiase and Andre thinking. Dave Hebner is the assigned official on February 5th, and as we discussed in detail during episode 136, Hebner counted a pinfall even though Hogan's shoulder was clearly up at the count of one. Well, that was because Dave Hebner was detained backstage and his evil twin brother, Earl, had been paid off by DiBiase. Strike one for Earl Hebner all the way back in 1988. But Earl would overcome his crookedness and eventually he would be the lead official in WWE. So fast forward to November 9th, 1997. It's the Survivor Series. Champion Bret Hart is defending the World Wrestling Federation champion against challenger Shawn Michaels. And we're in Hart's home country of Canada. More specifically, we're in Montreal. Bret has Shawn in the sharpshooter. Shawn reverses, and Hebner immediately calls for the bell. Apparently, Bret Hart has submitted to his own move. Only he didn't submit. He didn't submit because that wasn't the planned finish. Earl Hebner, at the pressure of Vince McMahon, has screwed Bret Hart. And while the 1988 event was a storyline screwjob of champion Hulk Hogan, the 1997 Montreal screwjob was very real, and Earl was at the center of both of those events. So fast forward again to the year 2000. The Rock is defending the World Wrestling Federation champion against Shane McMahon inside a steel cage, and the deck is stacked against The Rock. The Stooge, Pat Patterson, is the guest referee. The other Stooge, Gerald Briscoe, is the outside referee. And Shane's brother-in-law, Triple H, is also lurking at ringside. Things were looking bad. But Earl Hebner ran to ringside, hoping to stave off another screw job. Earl pushed 
Briscoe into the cage, slammed the door in Hunter's face, and The Rock escaped the cage and won the match. So all that brings me to this day in the year 2000. The WWE is taping SmackDown in Richmond, Virginia. The show would air two days later on May 4th. To kick off the show, Tony Chimmel introduces Richmond's own Earl Hebner to an enormous pop. Earl would officiate the opening contest where Chris Jericho won the Intercontinental Championship. But before we could settle in for the rest of the show, out comes the McMahon-Helmsley regime. Vince McMahon talks about the city of Richmond, mentioning it was the capital of the Confederacy and the home of Earl Hebner. The same Earl Hebner that counted Triple H's shoulders to the mat at Backlash, making The Rock the World Wrestling Federation champion. Vince says it's only right that Earl return to the ring tonight in his hometown, but not as a referee. Earl will have his first wrestling match tonight, and it's going to be a handicap match. World Wrestling Federation champion The Rock and Earl Hebner will go two-on-three against Triple H, X-Pac, and The Road Dog. But here's the catch. If The Rock or his partner Earl get pinned, then The Rock loses his World Wrestling Federation championship. Vince vows that history will be made once again here in Richmond. And at this point, you've got to be thinking, here we go again with the 1988 and 1997, now we'll have the year 2000's screwjob. The storyline carries through the entire episode. We see Earl Hebner tell Jonathan Coachman that he's going out there to get his ass kicked and he doesn't know if he'll be able to provide for his family. We see Vince McMahon wish Earl good luck and explain that he understands that Earl must be nervous. McMahon hopes Earl doesn't get hurt and he hopes Earl doesn't lose the Rock's World Wrestling Federation Championship. A very disingenuous Vince McMahon. The Rock and Earl have some interview time with Kevin Kelly. Actually, Earl just kind of stands there. You know, The Rock's going to do the talking here. Once again, the deck is stacked against The Rock. The Rock says that The Rock isn't going to lose the WWF title. Give The Rock X-Pac, Triple H, Road Dog, roll them up, stick them straight up, your candy afts. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. When it comes to the actual wrestling, I know you're wondering if we'll see another screw drop. And we do. Sorta. In the sense that, as a senior official... Earl Hebner clearly must know the rules of a wrestling match, yet he violates them anyway. Hebner hits X-Pac with a low blow, and then The Rock follows up with a rock bottom and a pinfall victory for Earl Hebner and the World Wrestling Federation champion. But the night doesn't end there. This is the WWF under the guidance of Vince McMahon, and we're going to do all we can to make sure that we embarrass somebody in their hometown. The locker room essentially empties. We see Jericho, the Dudleys, the Big Show, and even Rikishi all squaring up against the McMahon-Helmsley regime. The good guys clear the ring, but it's a little too late for Earl. He's already taken a pedigree on a chair and several fists to the face. He's bleeding and he leaves on a stretcher. So Hebner wins the battle, but not the war. Triple H would win the World Wrestling Federation Championship back from the Rock at Judgment Day in a 60-minute Ironman match that included 11 falls. But on this night, for a couple of moments, Earl Hebner got to play the hero. And as Rikishi would say, 
He did it for The Rock. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Find out more at minutestobelltime.com. Today's episode was recorded by Ryan Joy. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.